All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. To the Della Fit Podcast, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the De La Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. Welcome, everybody, to the 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health. Happy New Year. That's right. It is 2021. If and not only if we we made it, let's just say we made it. (laughs) We are here. We're in the new year. And boy, what a year 2020 was. So much taking place. I mean, where to start? So much adversity, so much confusion. Uh, just a lot. And um, all I can say is, boy, wow, just a lot of shit. <laughs> it was a lot of shit that just took place um, last year. And I just want to say to everybody, uh, again, we made it. We're here. We're in another year. Thank the great God of the universe. Uh, the great God, all, almighty Allah for me um, or and whoever it is that you pray to or worship i would say you know you should thank your creator that we made it we are here to see a new year because so much took place last year so many different things uh for many of you that are uh, or tune in to the podcast i know that going into the new year of 2020 If you remember, I said 2020 is going to be the year of clarity. I had no idea just how much that would be true. Uh, The pandemic hit and everything changed. Everything changed. And and still there are more changes going along, coming along. But I feel that adversity aside, issues aside, politics aside, When you look at what the pandemic did and there were a huge amount of negatives, believe me, we're not going to downplay anything that the pandemic has done. But with every negative, there is a positive. There is a birth of a positive because there's a balance. And I think the biggest thing is that we all had to go deeper within ourselves A lot of negatives, a lot of things that were stripped away, a lot of distractions that were stripped away from us allowed us to see if we were willing 
to open our eyes, to see the truth about certain things, to see where we needed to work on things. And that's one of the most important things ever is one of the most important things ever. Um, I <laughs> I will say definitely during the pandemic, uh, I have upgraded my skills. I have become a part roofer slash uh, social worker slash uh, <laughs> contractor slash uh, uh, you name it. <laughs> I, I I learned it, invaluable new skills going forward uh, and just because of the fact that, you know, not wanting to call different individuals to come into the house or go out of the house, um, starting with the 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 roof on my parents house had a bad leak that was going all the way from the uh, third floor all the way to the kitchen, all the way to the basement, which was very bad. And I had to figure it out, had to figure out how to do it. And I was able to do that, had issues with the washing machine. Uh, I took it apart, learned, you know, what needed to be done, put it back together. You know, it worked, you know. Um, so I'm taking the positives as well as the negatives. Yes, it is more convenient when you have somebody else you can call in to do these things. But these are new skills that I've now obtained from the situation. And I say that to say to everybody out there that take these new skills, take these new situations, these new experiences that you have had and use them going forward because they are going to be useful going forward. It's a new sort of independence. Don't let that go. We have a great show for you today. We are going to have special guest Nagina Abdullah. Nagina uh, was actually our first guest on our brand new show, which is on Roku TV. That's right. Uh, update for everybody out there. The Daily Fit Podcast is now on Roku TV. That's right. If you have the LPT network, which stands for Live, Prosper, and Thrive, you can now see yours truly on LPT located on Roku. That's right. Uh, and the first guest that we had is Nagina Abdullah. Nagina is a health coach for female professionals, corporate executives, and seven figure entrepreneurs. She's also the founder of the website masellabody.com and she is going to be taking us uh, through her fitness journey and talking to us a little bit about uh, weight, losing weight, maintaining body weight, and uh, maintaining our health while being a busy entrepreneur. A busy, active person, which is something that um, I'm, I find is going to be extremely, or I should say, it's extremely important for all of us now because it seems as though our duties are uh, are now doubled since many of us are working at home, or even if you're not working at home, you might be still uh, forced to work out. You might be a first responder. You might be. A, uh, a critical employee well how do you maintain your health how do you maintain your fitness something that is super important 
especially now. Nagina is going to walk us through that. So uh, we're going to take some time out for our sponsors and then we're going to be right back with our interview with Nagina Abdullah. They Love It podcast is sponsored by Mountain Made CBD. Mountain Made is changing the CBD game by offering a line of high-dose CBD tablets at an affordable price. Their products are THC-free and third-party tested for accuracy, cleanliness, and potency. Their products, which ship nationwide, include Build for CBD saturation, Boost for precision titration, Recovery for rest and rehab. With nine years' experience in hemp and fitness, Mountain Maid's founders are focused on creating a quality product to help those who live an activated lifestyle. Check out www.mountainmaid.life to find out more about how their products can help you crush life. Welcome back to the Day Lafayette podcast. It is an exciting time. We have a great guest with us today. I, first of all, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, so much is going on. I know we've all been paying attention to the news. We've been dealing with everything that's going on out there. But as always, it is always the best thing to do is to focus on what's going to keep us healthy, happy people. So. Uh, with that, we're going to have a, an interesting conversation. I have a great guest, as you all saw in our intro. We're going to be talking with Miss Nagina Abdullah. And I think I have her here with me. Nagina, Hello. how are you? Good. I'm so good, Sun Moon. How are you? I'm doing well. It's great to see you. Thank you. It's so great to see you, too. So let's get into this topic. We're talking about body image and um, basically keeping a positive attitude, positive self-esteem. But um, before we get into that, tell us a little bit about your story and, and just how you started this journey. Oh, absolutely. Well, I worked, I, well, one of the things about me is that I had always strived my whole life to be healthy. I had, it was something that, that I had always tried to eat the healthy foods. I had tried to exercise, but no matter what I did, I never was able to quite conquer having control over my sugar cravings and being able to live in the body that I really felt confident in. And, and so I was always trying different diets, like things like Weight Watchers and Atkins and Nutrisystem and South Beach and they would work for a little bit. I would lose maybe 10 pounds or so and start to feel good. But then I hated how restrictive it was. And the minute I saw some changes, I would start eating the foods I really wanted again. And I would gain the 10 pounds back plus more and often gain like 15 or so back. So it was in this constant yo-yo struggle my entire life. And I felt like I was battling um, my body all the time and I couldn't get that control. And so as I became an adult, uh, more of an adult, I actually started working in my dream job, which was being a management consultant for a top four firm in New York City. And I would travel all around, jumping on planes and jumping on trains, um, 
going to client dinners at really amazing restaurants. And it was really, I found that it was more challenging now to, to, um, to maintain my weight with this busy lifestyle. And so I was really just wondering, what do I do? How do I do it? And I then had my first child and my second child, and then I had even more weight to get off. So I was at a new place where I felt like I wasn't confident with with my body, none of my clothes fit me, and I had to be in front of clients and team members, and I wanted to feel and show that I was more confident. I wanted my my outer version to, to match my inner version, which I felt was very empowered. And so I started realizing all of the restrictive diets in the past had not worked for me, and I didn't have time to lose 10 or 15 or 20 pounds now, and then to gain it back. And so I started researching all of this information from medical journals, and I started finding there's different foods that you can actually add to your diet instead of looking at it as things that you have to take away. And when you add these foods, they actually destroy your sugar cravings. They decrease inflammation and they boost your, your, uh, they boost your metabolism. And so I started making these changes and they were very easy. And in fact, even delicious, I enjoyed my foods. And uh, within nine months, I had lost 40 pounds and got to the best shape of my life after after having two children while I was working 60 plus hours a week in a very, very demanding corporate job. Um, and that's when everything shifted for me. I'll, so many people started asking me, how did I, what did I do? How did I lose 40 pounds? And to give you some perspective, I needed to lose 20 pounds to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight. But then I kept going with the way that I was eating and I lost, I lost 20 more. So I lost 40 pounds. I was more in shape than when I was in my 20s, um, but yet now I had two children. And it, it, it was always something I never imagined. I always thought I would be out of shape after I had kids. And uh, because that's the images I had seen before. Um, and so what I did is uh, so many people had asked me for this information and they asked me, what did I do? Tell me your recipes, Nikina, tell me how you did this. And so I started my blog, which is masalabody.com. And I started listing my recipes, but I started also realizing it wasn't just the recipes, it was the mindsets and it was the step-by-step -step roadmap to help people learn which changes to make first, then second, then third, and really create a lifestyle transformation rather than going on a diet. And, uh, and so that's where I started my company, masalabody.com. And now I coach professional women, corporate executives, um, physicians, and high-performing entrepreneurs to lose 20 to 40 pounds and beyond and, uh, and make it a lifestyle transformation. So they lose it once and they, they're done. It never comes back after that. Well, I think it's phenomenal uh, what you're doing in your story. Let me ask you this. For many individuals, one of the biggest things for them is the fact that the research and the study, where did that come from? Where did you get that, I want to say that vigor that made you want to focus on you? Because I think that's a lot of people's uh, difficulties. They want to get the results, but they don't know where to start looking and how to actually research. So how was it, you know, where did you start and, and where did that come from? Where did How did that develop in you? Oh my gosh, yes, thank you for asking that. Um, you know, sometimes when you're in so much pain and you have so much frustration, you just can't stay where you are. And that's where I was. I just couldn't stay where I was. I did not 
like I did not feel at ease in my body. I felt extremely uncomfortable and I felt like there was a lot of things in it, which was basically my weight and my health and my energy that were blocking me and stopping me from being the person I really was. Because when you, when I had that extra, what became what I came to know was an extra 40 pounds, it made me more tired. I couldn't, I had back pain. I actually had physical pain from carrying that weight around. I didn't have energy to spend with my children. I didn't have the confidence to go out to, with my husband to dinner and put on a nice dress because I didn't like how I looked in it. And I didn't feel confident in walking in, in front of 25 or 30 people at my work and, and leading leading something when I kept thinking in the back of my mind, are, is my back fat coming out? Or it, are, is everything covered up that should be covered up? And so it was like impending in all these different areas of my life. And so there was so much pain and so much that I realized that it was impacting that I just got clear. I got really honest with myself that yes, my weight is it, it's extremely impactful and makes a very big difference in my in my self-image in my in my energy in my confidence in the way people perceive me that I have to uh, approach this as my priority in my life and so as far as the research I have a background in molecular and cell biology um, where I went to undergrad at UC Berkeley and I'm always very I was trained to do scientific research and I know how to do it and what to look for and how to make it be um, something how to take scientific information and explain it to somebody that doesn't want to hear the scientific terms all the time that just wants to know what to do and how to apply it and so I was able to translate all of that information first of all to making my life easier my husband's life easier um, so that we could eat healthier foods and live a, live a healthier life and then become better examples healthier examples for our children and so I was able to make that that shift um, but then also I was able to share it with other people who they really just like there's certain ways that people accept information and they didn't want to know like all of the technicalities of why it worked they just wanted to know what to do in order to make it work and how to keep themselves um, accountable to 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 actually following through on it and so um so yeah so a lot of it like overall it's the pain i couldn't stay where i was i knew that i had to change what i was doing because if i did what i was doing before i would get the same results so i knew that i had to find something different and i no longer have the time to go through this yo-yo and, and I realized the impact in, uh, in my life. So I had to find that different strategy to do it. And that's where that research came in. And again, how long did this, this take you? Like, I'm, I mean, when you're talking about it and for one thing, I love the energy because I can feel that you're living, you know, what it is that you're talking about. You're, you're a very energetic person. You come across that way. So mm -hmm. how long did this, this take, you know, was it something in, that was like uh, a, a month, a year, you know, for individuals out there who are, who are uh, watching and listening, how long did this take you to develop all of this? So to develop my business, kind of de to develop my business or to develop my, my transformation? Your transformation. Okay. I mean, when you find the right strategy, things happen quickly. That's the thing. It doesn't have to take forever. When you find the right way to do things, it will, everything will click. And it used to take me so long because it felt so restrictive to have to eat all the things that I learned from every single uh, like weight loss program in the world. Um, uh, and, and so I realized like it felt so long and I would have to work so hard. But when I actually started making these lifestyle shifts, it happened in nine months. Like I lost 40 pounds in nine months. And why, the, the important thing is that I was taking steps along this nine months that were leading me to a lifestyle that I continued to want to follow. Like I wasn't doing something just for the goal. I was doing something because I was enjoying the journey and I could see myself doing this for the long term. 
So when I hit my goal, I thought like usually what I would think in another situation is I would think now I get to start eating all the things that I didn't get to eat for the last nine months. But but what I had done is I had integrated the foods that I loved. I had integrated foods like ice cream and pizza and chocolate cake into the way I was eating. I just started to balance how often I was eating, but I didn't say I was never allowed to eat them. Like I ate chocolate chip cookies. I did everything. I, 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 had, I did all the normal things. I just didn't do it as often. And I had a structure and a plan during the week. And then I let myself be a little free on the weekends. And so in this, this became a lifestyle shift where I enjoyed what I was eating. And then I felt so that this was the easiest way to manage my weight. And this was the easiest way to feel energetic and feel confident and be able to fit into one size of clothes so that I didn't have to keep like buying other clothes and then figuring out which ones were my sizing up clothes and which ones were my sizing up down clothes. I bought one size of clothes and over the years I've been able to build a wardrobe around that one size instead of going up and down and having to waste money on new wardrobes. Um, and so, you know, really being able just to be consistent with this, it was part of it's really, I advocate this for so many people. Um, when you're looking to get to a new place, like you must enjoy the journey because that's part of what's going to be a, a part of your life when you get there. You don't want to just do something that's so artificial that you're not going to be able to do when you get there because then you're going to put it all back on. So learn some healthy habits and some quick, easy strategies and just keep doing it. Now you mentioned some things that I thought was, were interesting, actually two of them. Um, you were talking about how you felt physically. Let's deal with the mental, because I know um, a lot of times when uh, a change in our physical body takes place um, and it's not healthy or it's something that is impacting us in a way that is not healthy, um, that mental side. Talk. Let's talk a little bit about that. What were some of the uh, feelings that you had dealing with that? I know you touched on it uh, earlier but let's go in a little bit deeper and and mm -hmm. how you do that because all of this of course is, is the studying and the and the, the structure but at the same time I, i'm sure you had a mental shift as well yes yes absolutely that no that's so true and i'm so glad that you're bringing this out because um there was definitely the physical aspect but it was it was, a lot of it was the mental way of just feeling that I wasn't being the person that I was meant to be. And it's really interesting that something that is physical can impact you so much on a mental state, on, from a mental perspective. There's actually so many um, studies that link having things like extra belly fat, they link to depression. Like it links to your mental health, not being as healthy as it can be when you have extra physical portion, but like parts of your body that you don't need to have. And so there is that link, it's a mind body link. Um, and from a mental perspective only, literally just not having the freedom and the confidence. So for example, this really plays in um, when you, you know, you, you wake up on a Saturday morning and you think, okay, what do I feel like doing? And you're so tired, especially if you are not at your healthiest place or even close to your healthiest place, you might feel tired and you might feel after your whole week of working, you just want to sleep and relax and watch the TV. And, uh, and, and then you feel bad because you want to go out and live and live the world, like explore the world, maybe go on a hike or maybe do something, but your body just doesn't want that. And your mind just doesn't want that. And so you start to feel like you are not as like, you start to feel bad about yourself because you're not able to get yourself to do the things that you want to. And this isn't just physically, it's also like professionally, when we wanna get ourselves 
to be more motivated and to do more things, we actually require more energy. And so a lot of that comes with mental energy. And we, when you're taking care of your body, when you're feeding it the right natural foods and you are not relying on artificial supplements and you're not under eating either, um, you have more mental energy, you have more memory, you have better memory, you have clearer focus, um, you have more confidence because you're empowered to know what to give yourself. And so when you don't have that empowered way of treating yourself, uh, a lot of times we spend the days thinking, well, was that a right choice? Should I have done that? I'm not sure if I did that right. Um, I feel bad now and I feel guilty. And there's all of these portions of the day that you start feeling pressure when you could be actually like thinking about how to be better at your work or be a better, provide more impact to the world or have more relationships that are, that you're being confident in. Instead, you're questioning yourself and your choices because what you eat is such a big part of our day. And, uh, and so really it's like, um, when you feel empowered to know what to eat and to know your body is reacting well to it, it, it makes your mind, um, it, it frees up so much space in your mind to think about other stuff. And when your when your body's healthier, you feel like you have you have this confidence that uh, you you just like can walk into a room and you own it because you've taken such good care of yourself that now you can work on so many other things. You don't have to keep thinking about that over and over. Tell me uh, or, or tell us about you in uh, your days of, let's say, high school and college. Like uh, for individuals again who are watching this, because. There are some individuals right now, they're looking at, they're like, yeah, but you probably were, af you know, super athletic in high school. You know what I mean? You're, I I'm a little bigger than you, or I've always been big, you know. Let's talk about this. Your methods, will they work for somebody who has uh, maybe been or living a, uh, a rather, uh, um, uh, what would we call, um, I can't think of the word. Like uh, a stationary life or like a not, not, yes, not so active life, life maybe. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that. <laughs> yes. So what I have found is that, um, that eat well, and this is proven in so many studies, that what you eat is 80% of losing weight. So you can actually be sitting there doing nothing, not even having that much activity. But when you make some shifts in what you're eating, and that doesn't mean being restrictive, what that means is adding more foods that boost your metabolism, because then you don't crave those sweet or salty foods as much. And then your metabolism is boosted. You start burning fat faster because you're eating the right amount of food. You're not under eating, which is a huge problem that people have, is that when people under eat because they think it will help them lose weight. And instead it makes them stuck at, the, at their current weight for years and they don't know what to do. So um, when you actually you know, start making those making those shifts then um, then you can absolutely see you know see those results but it's really comes from the food that you're eating and so even when I was in high school I did play sports when I was in high school um, but I also never was at the place that I was happy with and when I was in my 20s I was active I went to the gym all the time I worked out so much because I thought it would make me healthier I thought it would get that toned look from it but what I found is that I was eating ways that I hurt that I that I had heard advice about, but it wasn't the right way to eat. 
And so then when I, after I had children, I learned that there was like, what we're learning from the weight loss companies, they're telling us to eat less of unhealthy processed food. Like we have to eat smaller portions of unhealthy food to begin with. Well, what if you just throw those processed unhealthy foods out and just eat real foods and learn how to pair them with each other and learn how to make them keep you full? Well, then all of your inflammation goes down in your whole body. Then your face isn't as puffy as it may have been. Then your stomach isn't bloated. And then your fat starts getting burned off because you're treating your body so well. And so, um, so this is really about the fact of, of that, that of really prioritizing what you eat and that you're putting real foods into your body versus putting um, restrictive, like restricting yourself and, and continuing on this cycle of being addicted to processed foods and to sugar. Like when you learn how to eat real foods, you actually are no longer addicted to sugar. You don't even crave sugar. This is a huge transformation. When my clients learn how to get off sugar, then they are no longer in a fight of, uh, on this battle to get healthier. It, it could be, it's a very, very, like, it's a very uh, bad fight when you're having sugar cravings and you're trying to trying to get healthier because they keep coming back to haunt you. But when you actually get rid of them completely because you're eating so well that your body's balanced and it's not craving it, that's when this becomes such an easier process and it becomes a lifestyle. So really the importance of putting it on food and creating transformations in the way that you look at food and your relationship with food will absolutely shift it for every single person. And I've helped people who are athletes. I've helped people who were overweight when they were younger. I've helped people who, you know, who um, were in their 60s and had uh, are on all blood pressure medications. They lost 50 pounds in seven months with this system because it's all about eating real foods that boost your metabolism and decrease inflammation in your body. What are some of these proven and tested methods? Because I know you were talking about food, but I want to ask a question. You were talking about sugar. Is there a good sugar? Is there a bad sugar? Because that's also something that a lot of individuals aren't familiar with. They're like, can I eat fruits? Uh, do I not eat fruits? Do I, I eat honey? Do I eat candy? Can I never have sweets again? Nagina, help us. <laughs> it's, I agree. It's very personal. It's very personal. And I just re really want to quick, quickly share the story of where um, I used to live. Just I only moved a month ago. I used to live next door to the best bakery in our city. And there would be a line out of the out of the bakery every Saturday morning. And they had the best chocolate croissants. And so I, after, after, you know, I went through this transformation, I used to be addicted to sugar. If someone put a donut or a cupcake or cookies, it was totally gone because I loved it so much. But now what I do is I choose when I'm having my sugar. So I choose that every Saturday I eat a chocolate croissant. And that's one of the delights that I have in my week. And so I know that that's there, but I'm not thinking about sugar or thinking about chocolate or thinking about anything along those lines during the week, but I know what I'm having. And so on Saturday mornings, I always know that I'm choosing sugar. And if it's someone's birthday or I'm having a, a, a chocolate cake and it's a good chocolate cake that I think is worth it, I'll choose to eat it, but it's not choosing me. And that's the difference is that you don't have to not enjoy the beauties of sugar. You can, but you can make those decisions. It's not going to control you. Um, and so one of the key ways really to move in that direction of getting off sugar is to understand that there are so many foods that sugar is hiding in right now. And when you are, uh, when you have some sugar, it makes you want more sugar. 
And so it's like, you start down this cycle where you, you like, you're like, let me have a bite. Let me just have a bite. Like I'll have one, one bite of that chocolate bar. And it, it almost never can stop there because when you have a little bit of sugar, it makes you want more sugar. And it kind of puts you in this frame of thinking that I call all or nothing, which is you feel like, well, if I did that already, I might as well just keep eating other things all throughout the day. And, um, and I might as well, you know, forget about my healthy dinner and order takeout or have something quick and easy, uh, or just skip dinner, which also isn't, isn't a good idea. So, um, you know, really knowing that some sugar, like having sugar leads you to more sugar, uh, part of it is, is knowing that. And then the second thing is that knowing that sugar is not only in sweets, sugar is also in, um, so many foods that are called healthy foods. So let me just start with, um, a couple examples because like you were, you were asking Sun Moon about fruit. So fruit obviously is very healthy. Like fruit is healthy, but fruit does have sugar and yes, it's natural sugar but it's still sugar. So what happens is that if you don't burn sugar off quickly, you will store it as fat. And it's a quick and easy way to store more fat. But what you can do is you can know how much fruit you're eating and what you're pairing it with. So when you eat like, and there's some fruits that are low sugar fruits. So like all berries are low sugar fruits, raspberries, strawberries, they're amazing. Blueberries are so great. Plus they're anti-inflammatory. Um, so when you actually eat those berries, they're, they're a great way of getting fiber, of getting, you have a little bit of sugar, you're getting all the nutrients and all the vitamins, so that's amazing. Um, but when you have something like you could even have half an apple or half a pear or tanger, a tangerine, those are all still in the low sugar area. But once you start doing things like a lot of people suggest in smoothies to add like three to four different fruits, including a banana, including a full pear or a full apple, um, including honey, including some kind of other sweetener, it's like then we're talking about they're trying to make you like your your smoothie by making it extremely sweet and that's mm -hmm. actually going against your goals of becoming healthier so you when when if you see like most of the smoothies out there i look literally searched for the internet for like hours and hours and weeks and months I, I like searched so much for smoothie recipes and all of them i realized after i lost the 40 pounds i'm like if i drink one of these i'm gonna probably gain two or three pounds because i could tell the sugar levels in them and so, you know, it's okay to have some, some fruit, but you want to pair it with vegetables in there. Um, because you can also have, like, if you have spinach in your smoothie along with berries, you don't even taste the spinach, but you are going to get so much more full with less sugar. And so it's so, so much smarter. Um, but if you are having um, something like, a, a, if you are having fruit, it's not bad. It's just that you want to go for the low sugar ones. Or if you have a higher sugar fruit, pair it with a protein or a healthy fat because that digests um, more slowly and then it doesn't cause your it doesn't cause digestion so quickly so that it gets stored as fat it goes down like nicely um and and your insulin isn't released right away so it's like a much you're going to maintain your weight much easier so what that means is doing an apple with peanut butter you know or doing um an apple with like uh with with if you eat cheese with cottage cheese or with uh, a cheese stick doing something like that um, but then, you know, just know, just knowing that you should pair things, it makes a huge difference. So, um, I would say, you know, getting off sugar is being more educated about where sugar is and it is in fruits, but you can manage that. It's totally fine in your smoothies. I recommend, I'll tell you, you know, at the end of our interview, I'll share, 
um, so a place where where um, uh, your listeners and viewers can find my metabolism boosting smoothie, which is low sugar and extremely delicious. Um, it has mint and strawberries and protein, and it's just completely fills you up for the whole morning. But it's being being conscious of where sugar is. Um, and in smoothies, a lot of times it's very sugary. And then one other place I'll share that's so common is that a lot of people will look at protein bars as being healthy or bars mm -hmm. like granola bars as being healthy and quick and mm -hmm. easy. Right. <laughs> is that you, Cindy? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> they, they seem like they're healthy. You. Yes. And so you're like, well, should I get a Hershey's bar or, or a granola bar? It always seems like the granola bar could be healthier. But if you actually look at the ingredients, there is so much sugar in them, even in protein bars. There's so much sugar that you and really, uh, and yeah, sodium. exactly. And sodium. There's so, and all of that causes bloating. It causes bloating. Um, you know, all of the sugar causes you to want more sugar. So then you start wondering why you're down this all or nothing path because you want you had something you didn't realize it was unhealthy and now you're like forget it i just want the i just want to have whatever i want because your body's craving more sugar in that moment so um it is important for you to look for like um for you to look for for protein bars that are lower sugar one of the ones i can recommend is called a quest bar and um there's there's many more out there now um, because they've been, because they're aware of this, that people are more conscious of this, but really, you know, like the sugar is significantly low and you're also getting a lot of protein when you're eating that. And so that's those, those, that combination, low sugar and high protein boosts your metabolism. And that's going to help you get slimmer, get to the place that you want to. And so, you know, really understanding where sugar is, that's a key way to like get sugar out of your diet, but you just have to know that you want to replace it with real food real things let me ask you this question i want you to take us through uh not not all your steps because we know we gotta you gotta keep some of the secrets you know but take us through how you would start somebody through your system what are the two two steps you would start them off with okay yes so what we would do is we would we all we meet our clients where they are so like the way that i found that that uh, uh people get a lifestyle transformation is not by telling it's not a one-way conversation it's not us saying you must follow this this and this even if you hate eating every single thing on here you must follow it and you will get the results because that it becomes temporary so what we do is we meet our clients where they are so we have a meeting with them right away when they join us and we say um okay we start with their morning we have something called a metabolism boosting morning routine which is very effective and it helps to create habits instantly and it also helps to create less bloating and instant fat burning and metabolism boosting and so what we do is we say what are you eating for breakfast and so they'll tell us what they're eating and it's usually like they almost all the clients that come to us they're they're pretty healthy or they're trying to be healthy they just haven't figured out how to put everything together so they'll tell us what they're eating and then we'll tell them well this is good but we want you to add this here's add this have more of this um is it easy for you to make this okay if not then here here's an easier way to make it and we we think about how to make it easy for them we think about how to add more protein and we think about how to make it very filling when they have their breakfast. And so we give them exact options of what to do. And we call this our protein more breakfast, because when you add protein to your breakfast, you're boosting your metabolism right in the morning. Um, and then the second thing we do is that when we are working through their, we're working through their metabolism boosting morning, which is our first step, um, we talk about starting the day with an infused debloating water. And this is so delicious. It is so amazing. It is really transformative. Women have lost um, two to four pounds in just the first week, just from this one simple tip.
Hey everyone, we hope that you're enjoying the interview thus far. We'd just like to take some quick time out to remind everybody to like, follow, share, and subscribe. With every like, follow, share, and subscription, it helps the Daylight Fit podcast to grow. And the more we grow, the more information we can bring to you, the listener. So please, take some time out, like, follow, share, and subscribe. Thank you. Night before, you filled a pitcher up with water and you cut one lemon. And then you put the lemon in there. And if you had mint or cucumber, you could also chop that and put that in there. Like add, like tear a few sprigs of mint, like maybe eight sprigs of mint. And then also one cucumber that you that you cut into circles, put that in there. And in the morning, what will happen is it's all gonna be infused. And it tastes, first of all, so refreshing and so delicious. And each of these aspects, they have a, a major uh, weight loss and slimming um, and metabolism boosting element to it. So the lemon, it detoxifies our bodies. It helps cleanse our bodies and rid it of toxins. Uh, and then the mint helps us. The scent of mint has been proven to help us avoid overeating. So our sugar cravings start to diminish right away from the morning time. Um, and then we have um, the uh, cucumber, which because cucumbers have so much water in them, they decrease water retention because you're just like flushing your body with clean water, including the water in the cucumbers. Um, and it's, it's really helping your body just flush out and helping you de-bloat because it, it, it decreases water retention. And then finally in the morning, you could sprinkle on a little bit cayenne pepper, just a little tiny bit because it has a real kick to it. And what that does is increase your metabolism. So you have all these different benefits from this infused de-bloating water. And it really sets the tone for your morning because you're treating yourself. You're not, you're not depriving yourself. You're actually loving your water that you're drinking. You're getting yourself to drink more water because you're, and you're hydrating yourself more. So you're making it more interesting to drink water. And then you go on to your protein more breakfast. And in between that, we have a quick step, which is add cinnamon to your coffee or tea because when you add cinnamon, it helps you get off of sugar quicker. It gives you the what the sugar kick that you need, but it doesn't, it also lowers your blood sugar. So you do these three things. So we work with our clients to, to get them to do this. And this, it, this just itself completely transforms. Like I was actually just talking to a woman who said she followed just these things. And she, she just told me she was 174 pounds. And just by following these tips of the infused deep bloating water and actually just the cinnamon in her, in her coffee, now she's down to 166. So she lost like eight pounds just from those changes. And this happens all the time. It's just giving yourself a way to like take care of yourself in a, in a way of abundance versus a way of restriction and making it interesting and delicious and, and, and something that you look forward to. And then you're also doing the right things for your body. You're using these combinations of scientifically backed spices and ingredients to really boost your metabolism. Now, first of all, I love the holistic manner in which you uh, handle eating and how you're you're again because we most of the times and me being a physical trainer that's what i see people are like oh, i don't want to get they want to get in shape but they're like i don't want to get in shape because i don't want to get rid of everything i love and it's like we're not getting rid of we're just putting it in perspective mm -hmm. what in your opinion is wrong with the weight loss industry 
Now, 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 before we get into this, remember, we don't have but <laughs> because yeah. we can talk forever. Because <laughs> I know how I feel, and I and I'm, I want to know definitely how you feel. But what, in your opinion, is your feeling with the weight loss industry? What's wrong with it? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, so many things, but let me focus on three things. Um, the first thing is that the weight loss industry focuses on temporary weight loss. They focus on you losing weight for a certain amount of time, but then they need your business again. So they're not going to teach you how to actually transform how you feel about food. They don't want to go that deep. That actually requires psychology. It requires deeper work and it requires being there in a more customized, personalized way for people. So in order to mass sell, they are just giving you things that make you get the quick wins. And while that is important, it's important to get quick wins, to keep yourself on the momentum and to give yourself the momentum and stay on the journey. You can't only have um, weight loss based on based on uh, the, the recommendations they give you, which are temporary because they're based on restriction. So that's the second thing. Like the first thing is that they weight loss uh, companies, they are giving you temporary weight loss methods because they want you to come back to them. The second thing is that all of their recommendations are based on um, restriction. So they're all telling you what to take out, what to take out, what you're not allowed to eat. You can't eat sugar. You can't eat uh, um, chocolate. You can't eat pizza. You can't eat everything that you want to eat. You know, it's like, okay, what kind of a life is this? But you know, when you're in that moment that you really want to lose weight, you're like, I'll do anything. I'll do what it takes. That's all you're thinking about is like, I want to get this weight off. How do I, how do I lose this 10, 20, 30, 40 plus pounds? And you're just thinking about that. But what you should be thinking about is how do I lose this weight and keep it off? so that they don't have to come and do this all over again. And a lot of people are starting to think like that now. And so the fact that you also, like if it's based on restriction, restriction goes against us. There's, there's multiple studies that have shown that once we're forbidden to eat a food, it's actually the only thing we can think of you know and right. so it's like it's not about forbidding it's about sharing sharing something like creating something where you want to eat other foods and you're teaching you're learning how to eat in a different structure so you know so that's two of them and the, and the third one the third reason thing that that is wrong with weight loss companies is that, is that they're not personalized and they're not customized and that absolutely makes a difference right now i have found that the number one reason that people are losing so much weight when they follow a transformational um lifestyle change is because of accountability and having accountability and personalized accountability to really help you like meet you where you are find out what your likes are find out what your individual desires like what do you like to eat what do you not like to eat and crafting something with you instead of giving it to you and saying this is the answer uh, because the journey of weight loss it's, it's about food but it's about making it easy it's about enjoying what you eat and it's also about staying motivated and being consistent so you have to have those elements and uh, what that means is that when you have um, a, a group or a community or a person that's supporting you and staying with you and giving you that customized advice for your life you're like this is easier to do this I, I i feel supported i can do this and that's how you really transform versus just following cookie cutter plans that are out there so um it, it just get that level of personalization is, is is an ultimate it transforms people's bodies so so amazingly well I really uh, I like the fact that you were talking about again the restriction, and and the fact of uh, you're touching on a huge topic which is the capitalism, because we are a capitalistic society. Um, this is a conversation I've often had with my other friends who are trainers and counselors as well. Is that it's funny 
you the fact that you were saying that you know how the weight loss industry works if you think about it it's a seasonal thing you know you get big around this time you know we start eating it's getting a little chilly or you know oh man it's, it's you know that whole bulk up season as some people have uh have labeled it and then you know once january hits it's time to come down because we gotta get ready to go to the beach you know and it's not a way to adequately live a an appropriate life mm-hmm. let's deal with the issues uh that you're talking about dealing with uh body image and what you feel a lot of female leaders are not paying attention to what is okay. it that mm-hmm. needs to be dealt with Yes. So I think, you know, part of what's happening is that um, we, the the challenges that women face in being healthy is not that they don't want to be healthy. It's really knowing the strategy of how to do it with their busy life and how to make it fit and how to make it work. And so they absolutely can do this with a structure and a plan versus relying on willpower. But there's a few things that I wanna share that are happening out there that may kind of put the accelerator on in terms of making these these changes and finding a structure and a plan. And so one of those is that, you know, it's been proven that women that uh, women that uh, that are overweight or considered obese, so they earn six percent less than their slimmer counterparts. But here's the other thing: men earn three percent. Men that are obese earn three percent less than their slimmer counterparts. So basically, what they're saying, like this, is an obesity pay gap, and it may not even be obese because women actually are getting these results when they're just a few, they're just slightly over their healthiest body weight, which which is very very small like it may that may not even be that much like they're already seeing impacts to how they're being perceived in the workplace and so you know this pay gap it's you you will earn less if you if you're overweight and so there's a few reasons for this like first of all this is unfortunate that women's bodies are subject to more scrutiny than men's bodies there's less forgiveness you know and there's less understanding and so the perception that we're finding and I've, I've studied multiple uh, scientific studies that have shown this um, is that that uh, women who are uh, perceived as overweight or who are overweight are perceived as less capable than people that are not as that, that are that are more at their healthy weight so that's one of the things and they're they could be considered as lazy and unhealthy and also even in some cases this is really unfortunate but they could be considered as less intelligent because they should be able to figure out how to get their weight in control and so you know that's really really unfortunate and and the thing is that women actually struggle more than men because we have hormonal changes that happen due to different uh, uh, phases that we face in life due to having children we have a lot more struggles and a lot more challenges and so the fact that there's this pay gap there's this perception that's happening out there you know it, it's very unfortunate and really the, the answer to it is first of all you know to, to be more empathetic and to be more understanding of, of all the challenges that are there for you know especially women and also for women to not feel bad but to actually feel more empowered that they have they they can take control of their bodies because they want to not because somebody is is perceiving them a certain way they know the way that they are but it's not about willpower it's really about a structure and a plan and just getting into that structure and that plan and feeling good about it and knowing what to do and that can change that can take them to the healthier versions of themselves that they want to do for their own reasons but this is what we're seeing in the workplace it's unfortunate but it's it's important to know what these perceptions are 
So it seems as though it's just another uh, or uh, an add-on to sexism. Yeah, exactly. It's an add-on to sexism. Now, if you are overweight, you know, and and, and this this is happening. I mean, it, it really shouldn't be a surprise. It, it's happening. It's definitely happening. There's definitely people that you know, especially in places like client service. If you're in front of the client, if you are overweight, there's sometimes the capability, the the uh, opinion that you shouldn't be put in front of a client as much. Like there's these things. There's prejudice. There's a lot of prejudice against people that are overweight. And um, and the thing is, I know that it's not not because um, uh, these individuals that may be overweight, it's not because they're they're um, they're less intelligent. It's not because they're less capable. It's actually they are very capable. They are very intelligent. So it's just about like having their outsides match their insides, so that they can just make a first impression, you know. And also, so that but mainly so that they're doing it for them, you know, because they want to. Um, and, and so it's just about this awareness in the workplace, though. You know, that's one of the things. Um, but also knowing there is this, this prejudice that's happening, um, and it's it's our decisions how we want to how we want to affect and and just you know respond to that. Are, do you feel that it's being this issue is being um, tackled, uh, or or do you feel that a lot of female leaders are kind of pulling away from it? What is your opinion on this? Well, I feel that women leaders are very aware that it's happening. I talk to women leaders all the time, and women leaders um, are very, very clear that in order to put their best foot forward, they need to be at a healthy weight. They know that when they walk into, for example, I was working with a woman who was up for um, like managing director at her consulting firm. So she was already director, but she was up for managing director, which is much higher. And she knew that she would be having lots of interviews and she'd be walking into rooms with lots of people. And she didn't doubt herself. She felt really great and very confident about herself, but she was very clear that she wanted to be perceived with putting her best foot forward in all areas. And so she wanted to get healthier so that she could really, you know, give herself the best opportunities. But also she was also aware with the link to um, to physical, like the physical overweight with the mental overweight. And she wanted to feel more energy. She wanted to feel better about herself. She wanted to feel more confident. Um, and so, you know, but she was also very aware. And many, many women have, you know, have told me they, they always see that when there's women CEOs, there's usually women CEOs are in shape. And not all the time, but there's like the more and more you get up there, it's almost like an unsaid uh, aspect of, of rising is that you are taking care of yourself because you're being perceived as somebody that should be in control of everything. Um, and so it is less and less common to see women at the top that are overweight um, because they have kind of cracked the code of what they need to do. And that's that's part of it. So women that are that are lower looking to promote themselves, they come to me to work with me because they they are very clear on that. They say, I know that I need to get, I know that what my goals are, and I know what I need to do, and this is part of it. And you know, and and they want to become the best versions of themselves also. So being exceptional in every part of your life, a lot of times for professional women, they're able to be, they're able to conquer so many areas, but they just haven't been able to conquer their weight and their health. That's the one area that they can't figure out. So when they figure that out, they feel so accomplished and they feel like they have really come full circle um, in every single, in excelling in every single part of their lives. So they do it for those reasons, but they're also aware of, of, of what's happening out there. What is something that you've noticed dealing with, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, with say other uh, so-called professionals where it comes to uh, weight loss is there certain things that you're seeing that you're just like that's that's not going to be effective uh, 
like the weight loss industry or is there something that you know you're seeing more of a growth of individuals teaching the tools like yourself of listen you know this is how you're able to get yourself in that that shape for the rest of your lives you know mm-hmm. um, are you seeing that or is it or are you seeing less of that or are you seeing like a mixture I'm seeing some of it. I'm seeing a little bit of it, but I'm not seeing like a lot of it. I don't really hear too much about lifestyle transformation, weight loss programs. Um, I There are some things like Weight Watchers has changed their name um, to reflect like that they're not only focused on weight and they actually reward people on things called activity points, which are even working towards your goal, like doing the things that will lead to your goal, like walking more or eating certain things. You get points for those, not just your goal. And, um, and so, you know, in that way, it's good, but like the teachings of Weight Watchers is still to eat smaller portions of processed foods that are really hard to find if you don't know how to make them yourselves. Like it's about eating the foods that are easy, that are processed. And so what it really comes down to is you're continuing to, to like go in this, this yo-yo of, 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 of feeding yourself in a way that you're addicted to unhealthy foods. So um, I constantly, constantly see detoxes and seven day, like lose 20 pounds in seven days. In fact, I just talked to a woman the other day. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Like, okay, well, that's not really real weight if that happens. And so I, I talked to a woman who she joined a program that she was promised that she would lose 20 pounds in 30 days. And guess what? She actually lost it in 30 days. And the minute she lost it, she said, I cannot do this. And then she gained 45 pounds back that's what happened you know because she was so restrictive to her it was so restrictive so these types of like things we just people just don't know that there's another way to do it that's called a lifestyle transformation and when you have that you you know what to eat for breakfast you crave vegetables imagine like people can crave vegetables i know you can imagine that sun moon but most people cannot imagine that you know it's like you are hey, wait a minute i didn't always feel that way <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no i'm sure you did it i know you but it's, if you get there you can get there and a lot of times like using metabolism boosting spices and making your vegetables taste good that's like a way to transition into liking vegetables um but once you start to enjoy these foods it's like you're looking forward to your delicious like um like it could be like a curry or it could be a stir fry that you put all these flavors in and all these fresh vegetables and you and all this fresh protein and you're looking forward to it that's how you really change um and so that's that's something i don't hear more of and i don't actually hear anything about the the beauty of making your food taste good and also boosting your metabolism within your healthy foods because that's actually a big struggle for people that was my biggest struggle when i was losing weight is that i thought it tasted extremely boring and I didn't want to eat like chicken and tofu or like chicken and, uh, or like, sorry, chicken and broccoli or tofu and broccoli, you know, with, with nothing on it. it. There was only so many days I could do that. So, um, so when you start to learn how to use spices like cumin and coriander and more garlic, it makes you want to eat those foods. And so really just like focusing on how to make foods taste good. Uh, that are also good for you is really the key, the way to eat our, the, the foods that our earth gives us instead of these creations that are, they're making it hard for us to get off of sugar. Now, I've heard about this awesome website that you've created. Let's let's talk a little bit more about it. Um, what, is, what is it called? Uh, first of all, no, 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 I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you do that. What What is it called? Okay. 
Well, my website's called masalabody.com. I wish I was able to share it right now because I would definitely share it. Um, I have some really cool stuff on there, um, including this amazing recipe book that, um, oh, oh my gosh, wow, oh my gosh, that is so amazing. Wow, that was like a really cool trick that you just did. Um, so this is my this is my um, my website. When you go to when you click on blog, um, then you come here. And so this is one of my I write articles that are really really detailed and extensive and give you all the information you need to know. So this one is called How I Lost Forty Pounds Without Dieting, and I actually explain all the foods that I did, that I ate, that I added, and then I also show lots of transformations of women that have also done this, that are professional women that have also done um, the exact food frameworks that I teach them. And, uh, and, and then lost 40 pounds themselves, sometimes 50, 70 pounds, um, all different kinds of things. So yeah, you could just scroll down a little bit and I'll show you a couple pictures that will come up. Um, but this is, you know, I give a lot of scientific references. That's my husband and me, um, where now I feel confident wearing like any dresses that I want and going into the water, going swimming, going boating or whatever I might want to do now. Cause I have this freedom that I never had before. Um, and you know, there's just a few other things. Like I also am able to play with my children and go hiking and go, this is a, a picture of myself and my 11 year old on his 11th birthday, we went parasailing um, and do adventure sports and just feel confident and like feel fine that the, that the straps are gonna hold me. And I, and I have that you know, ability to show my son these amazing experiences. So those are some of the things I talk about. Can I just say very quickly that, you know, even though I, I'm active, I still wouldn't do that. Uh, I'm terribly <laughs> afraid of heights. So kudos to you because I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, well, I agree. Definitely. You have to, you have to want to do that. Um, but if you scroll down a little bit more, I'll just show you one example of, uh, of a, a little bit more. That was when I took my kids rock climbing recently. Um, so we, we live an active lifestyle now that I was able to achieve after, after getting healthier. This is one of my clients who lost 40 pounds working with me. And she wow. was a VP at a bank in, um, in New York. She had two five-year-old girls and she was ready to spend time on herself finally after having kids. And she just learned the food frameworks I taught and she didn't feel restricted and she lost this weight and she was able to run upstairs um, and she was able to just feel amazing in her clothes. So, yeah, so that's, yeah. And I have a few other, so I, I put, I have a lot of studies in there and then I just share other, uh, other transformations and, and how those women actually got those transformations. So, um, if you want to just click on where it says masalabody.com, if it, if it, if it will go over there on the top left, right here. yeah, right there. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this is the front page where. Uh, if, if anyone heads over to masalabody.com um, and you enter your name and email, you can, you'll receive, I'll send you right away my free recipe book called seven spicy recipes to melt off your first seven pounds. And it includes my metabolism boosting smoothie. Um, it also includes very easy, um, like a Thai thinning curry, what I call it, a uh, Thai thinning curry. It includes lots of other quick and easy recipes and it even includes a chocolate dessert um, because I because I want people to indulge and they should do it. They should just, you know, it's just about doing it when you choose to do it, not doing it all the time. Um, and so this is a, a way to find out more about my recipes and, and my approach as well. Nagina, I appreciate you for being on our show. Before we go, uh, I want to, we do this with every guest. 
three tips, three um, three uh, uh, pieces of information or inspiration, whatever it is that you would like to leave the our listeners and our uh, uh, watchers with before we get ready to uh, sign off. Just whatever it is, something that is inspirational or whatever you may think of that you want to leave them with after this whole uh, uh, show is over. Oh my gosh. Okay, absolutely. Well, um, so the first thing, um, three pieces of inspirational um, information. Um, So the first one that I want to share is really that it's not about all or nothing, because that is something that many people struggle with throughout their day is when you eat something, you feel like, oh, I might as well, I just already messed up. Well, I might as well eat the rest, eat whatever I want for the rest of the day. I really want you to understand that that's a mindset and that's not, it doesn't have to be like that. And that's a mindset caused by the diet culture because you think that you have to be on the wagon or off the wagon. You have to either be perfect or you have to be a failure. And it's not about being on this line called being on a diet. It's about making the healthy choice when you can. And if you don't make a healthy choice for your afternoon snack, well, you can still make a healthy choice for your dinner because it's gonna make you feel good. And you really wanna do things that are gonna make you feel good. So that's what you want your focus to be. Um, So really, really focusing on that all or nothing. Um, the other thing that I, that I want to um, share is that, that there's this uh, there's this mindset that I like to talk about, which is called um, action before attitude. And what that means is that a lot of times we're trying to get ourselves to be healthy, and we say, "Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to eat a healthy breakfast the first day," or like, "I want to have that uh, infused deep loading water, for example." So the first day you do it. And then the second day you're like, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like getting up. I, I, I may have to make more water. I don't feel like doing it. Well, if you actually put your action before attitude, mean meaning just make a decision of what you're gonna do for three days and just do it and don't think about it. Like act like somebody told you to do it and you have to do it. Um, this obviously becomes easier when someone really is telling you what to do, then you just follow it. But, uh, but when you're doing this on your own, you say, I'm just gonna follow this plan without thinking about it. What happens is after you do it for three days or so, you start to want to, you start to, want to do it. So when you do actions before attitude, your attitude catches up with your actions and then you create a habit and you wanna keep doing it. So what I recommend is to do that infused deep loading water for three days. And by the fourth day, you're gonna actually be wanting it and it's not gonna be so hard. So, you know, so those are two kind of like, Um, inspiring things. And then the other thing is that what you've done in the past, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you just, you just haven't found the solution that works for you yet. You have to find the solution that works for you. There is a solution for all of us to get healthier. I was in a place where I actually never thought that I could ever get healthier. And that I never thought that I would be able to, um, that I just didn't think it was for me. I thought it was too, it was not worth it, the, the work that I was gonna have to put in, but I just hadn't found the right solution. And when I did, my body started getting so in shape uh, everything started like moving in the direction I had always wished for. And it was because I kept trying and trying different things. So everything that you've tried is a step in the direction of you finding the final solution. And it absolutely exists for you to be at the healthiest version of yourself. You just have to look for it, but it's there. And when you find it, you're, it's over. You, you found it and you can live in a healthy way for the rest of your life. Nagina, uh, before we go, Let's let everybody know where they can go to contact you to uh, reach out to you. We already we know about your website. Are you on social media or do you have any other platforms that you would like people to reach out on or to watch out for? 
Yes. So my uh, website, masalabody.com is the best place to find me because then you can, when you get your copy of the um, free recipe book, then you'll also be on the, on my um, mailing list, on my email list. So you'll get emails that are really valuable with recipes, with mindsets, and then with all the workshops and things that I'm doing in the future. Um, but you can also find me on Instagram at Masala Body, and I post stories daily. I post inspiring posts daily. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn at Nagina.Abdullah. Um, and then I'm also at um, YouTube at Masala Body. So those are a few a few places that I am. And then at Facebook, I'm also there uh, as well. So you can you can find me there too. Um, so yes, so I'm still looking forward to connecting with those of you watching and listening and providing some really cool and useful, valuable and easy resources that I have. Nagina, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And hold on, wait, <laughs> have a little technical difficulty. Oh, wait, there you go. We appreciate you for being on the show and thank you so much. Thank you for your time, your energy and your effort. Oh, thank you for having me. I so appreciate having this conversation. We'll be back right after these messages. thank Nagina for being a guest here at the De La Fit podcast and giving us the benefit of her information and walking us through how you can control your eating habits, how you can help uh, and, and learn about the skills necessary to maintain a, pro a proper balanced diet and keep yourself uh, living the best life possible no matter how busy you are. Uh, I urge everybody out there to contact Nagina and to check out the website masalabody.com. And I deeply apologize for um, those of you who would have liked to watch the interview uh, on our Roku channel or on our YouTube. Unfortunately, um, we're doing a lot. And with all of the things that's going on uh, as far as going back and forth to a studio, deciding to film uh, out of my house and you know working with other individuals via satellite things like that we lost i lost the footage um the video footage so we're going to have nagina come back and uh for another show and that will actually be filmed and we will have the video footage available for everybody on youtube facebook live uh instagram uh everywhere that we are a platform and allow people to see that because uh, Nagina is an awesome individual. She works really hard. She has such a positive spirit, such positive energy, and there's so much going on right now. It's hard to uh, maneuver and maintain dealing with certain things, but just wanted everybody to know that that interview will be scheduled in another part of the 2021 year. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for coming back and joining us because uh, this has been an exciting journey for us as we spread our wings and go into the television arena as well as the live or I won't say live streaming, but 
that will be coming as well as the streaming arena uh streaming on other platforms um and we have now uh entered other platforms we're available on audible super excited about that as well that is something that has been uh something i have been working on for a long time so i just want to take the time to thank everybody so much for supporting us and pushing us and helping to motivate us to continue this journey of progression you know there's so much going on and um at this time uh there's there's always it seems another adversity popping up another situation popping up in front of us you know uh what we're doing what we're trying to do, what we are actually working towards is the progression of humanity, progressing in the positive. That is one of the most important things that we can do. And there's so much confusion out there. There's so much confusion. What De La Fit is, what I'm trying to do is trying to help lessen the confusion, getting you uh, or, or rather having a door uh, to information that you can trust with individuals but I will always say this do your research do your due diligence don't just take the final word research talk to the people talk to individuals professionals like Nagina Abdullah and the many other professionals that come on this show and ask them questions that's why we always offer the chance for them to uh, promote themselves as well you know it's because we want you listeners, you out there watching us to have access to people who are passionate, genuine and bringing about that industrious, positive spirit of bridging the gap of humanity, bridging that that love, you know, sharing love, sharing information, because that's how humanity at one time was. That's how we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be pulling each other down. This is not the crabs in a barrel. We're not pigeons. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen pigeons or birds when you feed them, they all kind of clump around, try to steal the food. And there's always one bird that'll steal the food and fly away. That's not how we are. We are humans. And human beings can be so much more, so much positivity can be displayed. That's what we're about. That's what fitness is. That's what health is. Going back to that 360 degree mentality it's not just protein shakes and barbell plates it's not just physical that's what De La Fit is that's what we're about and that's what we will continue to promote that is our mantra that is our 100% belief and we will continue to push that in the 2021 and beyond we will continue to push that message because that's what needs to be propagated that's what needs to be promoted now you know, uh, my older brother often says this, and I have to agree with him. Hate destroys, love builds. It's so easy to get caught in hate. Hate is derived from ignorance and uh, emotional, not understanding your emotions, not understanding what's going on with you. Why? Not knowing how to deal with certain things. Love is a bridge that builds and it is infinite. So again, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, we will be interviewing. We will have another interview placed. You can actually go to 
our website, which is www.delafitpodcast.com and see what uh, our next week, who we will be interviewing next week in the topic. Uh, just to give you all some insight, a lot of these interviews were done in 2020 and you will have the benefit of seeing some of the things that were taking place in 2020. And we will then be going into the new interviews of 2021. But definitely check out the website, the newly renovated website, www.delafitpodcast.com is awesome. Uh, Just I'm, I'm so excited that everybody can see it also we are on twitter at de la fit podcast.com we are on facebook you can find us de la fit podcast again and also we are on instagram at day de underscore la underscore fit podcast so please do not be a stranger reach out and you can always also email us if you have a question if you want to go to the website you can contact us via uh the website or you can contact us at daylightfit13 at gmail.com so don't be a stranger my digital family please reach out as always be happy be healthy Stay peaceful. If you treat yourself in the right way, if you treat yourself with love, if you treat yourself with kindness, guess what? I know you're going to treat others that way. Please always be safe, be happy, be healthy. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Delafit Podcast. Ta-ta for now.